and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Hello there. Oh, I just had a nice sip of my coffee right before I started and I added my elixir, well not my elixir, but an elixir I used by Freak Rituals. She makes bank and and involves deep meditation and visualization. Uh, So I put a couple of droplets in my coffee. I'm getting my visualization on, my manifestation on. Yes. So what I almost missed was, well, actually I ended up missing it by the time this airs, is my podcast birthday. Of course, my podcast is a Virgo, is a September Virgo. So on September 9th, 2011, I started my podcast, the very first episode. I had to actually go back because I started on Blog Talk Radio. So for you OG listeners out there, you know, uh, the first episode is Every Woman is a Goddess. It was based off of my book, or maybe it was like pending, or let me see. Yeah, 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 because this is after I I, uh, published my book. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't, even, I don't even know what number episode we're on. Like 300 something episodes later. Let me double check here. Let me look at the, the numbers. Yeah. So 300, getting close to 400 episodes later, over 100, whatever, down 100K downloads. Like I don't even, I don't even have Libsyn up. Look at the stats right now. It's like over 170,000 downloads. Like, it's crazy. Uh, Over, what, 50-plus countries listening to this podcast? You guys rock. Thank you. Thank you. I would not be doing this as long as I have done this if it wasn't for you. And I know I took some breaks over the time. You know, I had surgeries and things like that. And you still, you always came back. And here we are, season 10. Um, thank you. Just thank you. That's, that's from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And so here we are in this series. <laughs> I'm just laughing because of just the fact that my podcast is a Virgo. Um, <laughs> uh, this series, it's, it's so interesting because this foundational work, this, you know, learning about the magical tools will help you on so many levels because the more technology is available, it gives also space for a lot of people to say wrong things, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally. And when I hear things like, oh, someone told me I can't use tarot cards or oracle cards because it has to be given to me. What? told you that oh i saw it on 
you know, fill in the blank social media. I don't want that social media to come after me, but <laughs> you know, it's like, what? Some, someone told you in 60 seconds or less that you can't do what? That you have to do what? No, 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 no. That's not how that works. That's gatekeeping. And that's someone who wants to be better than you and keep their foot on your back. No. So this series is to help you, the newbie, you, the more seasoned one who may need these kind reminders that these tools are here for you to use as you see fit. It is not for someone to tell you you can only use it for this, but not that. What? (laughs) That's why in the previous episode, I explained all the ways crystals are used. So someone won't try to guilt trip you or make you try to throw all your crystals out by saying it's evil. Okay, if it's so evil, then don't get that MRI or whatever scan you need that crystals are being used in there. Since it's so evil, give me your watch, give me your phone, give me your TV, give me your computer. Since it's so evil, since it's so bad, give it all, give it all up. Give it to me right now. Come on, let's go. Right? This is about the educational piece. And it's also about understanding how you want to operate in your practice. No one gets to tell you how you should be doing something. Okay? Unless you're starting to harm people, then yeah. But if you're protecting yourself and something happens to that asshole, and that is a horrible person, okay? So you can have, you know, your ethics, and that's fine, okay? I'm not knocking that. But what I'm saying is when people try to limit your growth, that's the problem. That's why I wanted to talk about Book of Shadows and Almanacs, because I'm here to tell you, farmers use astrology too, and that's the thing. Some people would say you can use it for this and not that because you start using it for that as evil. How? These almanacs are used to help us understand the cosmos and so forth. So we're going to get into that. So I have one of my book of shadows here and I don't post this book of shadows on social media. This is my private one. Um, So the ones that I do post there, it's like a demonstrational one. Um, that I post. So your book of shadows is important because this helps you to put together your, your spells, your rituals. So that way you can do them again if you want to do them in the future. And before I dive into, you know, book of shadows, I quickly just want to go over book of shadows versus grimoire. Now, I've seen different schools of thought about this regarding the terminology. Some people say, ah, I use them interchangeably, not a big deal. Some people say, well, you know, the Book of Shadows, that has a, that's more of a religious text and instructions and the grimoire is more textbook magic, instructions and things like that. I just say, if you feel called to say grimoire is a combination of both, do it. Book of Shadows, same thing. You want to use Book of Shadows? Well, who's who's going to check you, right? Like there, there's no 
spiritual police that's going to come to your door and go, excuse me, uh, you're under arrest for saying grimoire when they actually have a book of shadows. No, like don't get caught up over that terminology. Okay. So I just wanted to just say that. Now, also, when you look up Book of Shadows, you're definitely going to find Aradia or Aradia, the Gospel of the Witches. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I want you to really look into that. Uh, It has a lot to do with the Italian witchcraft. It's a very ancient text. It will definitely help you along your path. And... It's just, it's really cool. So definitely take some time to uh, get to know the contents of that. I'm just reading something. Okay. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Awesome. Okay. So with the Book of Shadows, I mean, this, this dates back to... Well, one of the resources I have here is the Book of Shadows created by uh, Gerald Gardner back in the 1940s or 50s. But we know that there have been many spells, rituals that have been written down as far back as ancient civilizations because we wouldn't have those texts if they didn't, right? So when, when you decide to create your Book of Shadows, know that... You can you can get a big old fancy book that looks ancient and vintage looking and it has a really cool paper inside, or it can be a simple notebook, right? Because at the end of the day, it's going to be your magic that you infused in that book. So let's talk about the makings of this book. And some people now, th- their book of shadows is digital, right? Because you don't want someone... I mean, across it, you know, maybe you're, you're sharing a home with people and it's just not safe to have that around. Totally get it. So don't feel bad if you're like, I don't have an actual book of shadows and it doesn't look like, you know, it's been buried for a thousand years. And, you know, it's it has that, you know, vampy, vintage, whatever look. It's OK. All right. So your book of shadows, you're going to have your rituals in there, you know, what you did, describe it. You're going to write uh, maybe the crystals you use mostly so you can remember what you use them for. Some herbs. Uh, It could be your journal, your magical journal. You can have sections to these Book of Shadow. This is why some people like to have the binders. They add pages to it. So with my Book of Shadows, it's partial uh, art. <laughs> There's art drawn in here. There are rituals I've done, spells I've done. Um, so what I also do is if the spell worked, right? And by work, I mean, did it work really well? Did it kind of work? How long did it take to work? I would make a note too. Like I, I would go back and reflect on it. Like, oh yeah, that really worked well. Or, you know what, maybe I'll use this instead of that next time. So don't be too hard on yourself if you write a spell in there and you're like, oh, my God, nothing happened. And then, you know, three months later, something happened. You're like, oh, don't erase it. 
Don't scribble it out. Just put it in there. Okay. You can always have another book of shadows. You can always do something with that later. Just don't delete anything. (laughs) Okay. What I'm saying. So the first page of your book of shadows should be a, a protection spell. Something that symbolizes for my eyes only. I have for my eyes only unless I give someone permission. So basically, if by chance someone ever comes across this, they're just going to get confused, right? They're not going to think like, oh, yeah, I got, no, it's going to be, oh, man, like, I forgot what I was going to do. So you're going to write something that has, like I said, some kind of protection for the book, just stating what, what's it, what is it for? Right. And you can have different books of shadows. You can have a book of shadow for all rituals, maybe a book of shadow for all herbs and the spells you use with those herbs. And then you can have a book of shadows for, I don't know, ceremonial magic, whatever you want to do. Right. And then later on, if you want, you can make that a a book. Right. If you want, like you might want to share the herbs spell book of shadows because you're like oh you know what i'm fine with that being with the public so you never know how you can repurpose this later all right so the first page that that should be the page the protection page you write something okay now the next page that can be your table of context now again it depends on the book of shadow you want to create if you're someone who wants to be super organized with your book of shadows then you, you may want to get the book where you can add extra pages to it. So that way your table of contents won't have to constantly be rewritten in some way, shape or form. So maybe you'll have section one herbs, section two spells, such section three uh, magical tools, times of the day. So one of my sections involves uh days of the week and the magical properties. I have another section that breaks down the watchtowers. Um, I have another section that breaks down color magic. Okay, so uh, and it goes on and on and on. All right, I I have a section that talks about uh, the meaning of the letters of my name. Okay, quick spells to say. I'm just flipping through the pages here. Let's see. Spells I created. Reiki symbols because I'm a Reiki practitioner. So it has a lot of things in here to remind me of the spell that I've done, prophetic dreams that I had. Okay. You can get as creative as you want with this. Or you can keep it as plain as you want. It can be as neat as you want. You don't want everyone seeing your book of shadows. Okay. So you can have a main one that has everything in it. And then you have other ones. And the reason why you don't want people seeing your book of shadows or at least the public seeing your book of shadows because it is magic. And a lot of responsibility comes with that. And two, your your practice is private. Okay. Some people use blood magic. And for some, that's like, oh my God, I can never do that. And other people, it's normal. Okay. It's not a big deal. And when you think about it, we menstruate anyway. Some people use their menstruation 
and their magic. It's literally coming from them. So it's not a big deal. Okay. So you have to think about what you're comfortable with, but also this is you going through your personal journey. So you have to think about, do I want people knowing all parts of my journey that I'm not even ready to talk about yet? Okay. So this is why I get it when people have an electronic book of shadows, do what's best for you, but know that you should be documenting your journey because you get to see your growth. You can always go back and add to a spell. You can leave room and write how this spell worked this time for you. Maybe it didn't work as much. And maybe because you just wasn't in the right hit space. Okay. You can even write if you want to get more intricate with your spells. For example, sometimes I do work with the planets and I do a spell on Saturday as opposed to Thursday with Jupiter's energy. Okay. That's where you put this. And when you can see your growth, you realize how powerful you are and how far you came. When I look at some of the spells I started off with and where I'm at now, I'm like, oh, look at me. I always wanted this. And now I'm here. Like, that's so crazy. Five years ago, I wrote about that. Like, I made that a spell. And boom, like, that's crazy. So it gives you time to reflect. It's easy to forget how powerful we are when there's so many things around us. To, to try and tell us how not powerful we are. So if we can live life observing more and not being emotionally tied into every single thing we come across, oh yeah, we're powerful. So like I said, with your book of shadows, I'm not saying that you can't share it, but keep in mind it's powerful text. Okay, this is an extension of you. And what you do with these spells and rituals and the things you learn matters. Okay, and the more you learn, the more you get to add to it. So just remember. Practice on how you want to keep your book of shadows. I don't have a particular organized way per se. It's like my own little chaotic organization, but you may want it to have it more organized. Understand your style. Don't get caught up in what someone tells you your book of shadow should be. The only thing that I stress is to have that front page to write a protection spell and the rest is up to you. All right. You may even want to start out with a book that doesn't look like a book of shadows. If you are somewhere where, like I said, you have roommates and stuff like that, like they say, or like the saying goes, the best thing to hide something is in plain sight. If they think it's some regular smuggler or notebook, they're not going to look at it, right? Even if you want to have a couple of pages in the front, you know, when you doodle and like, oh, she just got her little shit here. Little do they know, a couple more pages in. <laughs> <laughs> is the protection spell and a couple more pages after that are spells right so that's that's how you can you can you know take care of that all right you can you can add tabs if you want like i said you can add the, the holidays in there whatever you want whatever you want all right let's go to the almanac now, an almanac 
I think I said cosmos. I meant, well, yeah, same. It helps with understanding the astronomical and meteorological data. All right. I love looking at almanacs. I haven't purchased an almanac in a while, but I really, I enjoyed reading them. My grandmother used to have a bunch of almanacs and she used to, like I said, take that, those almanac books. She used to have uh, her, her lotto books and it just had like numbers in there. And she had another book too. And she would just cross reference all those books, those little like notebooks, they'd be like little, little notepads, really little small mini journals she used to buy from the lotto stand and she would have dreams and she also worked with numbers and she would do some cross-reference whimmy wham I don't even know and she would play the lotto and hit it crazy crazy yeah so farmers use it we use it the best thing about the almanac is that when you know when you have an idea of the forecast coming your way, you know, the power of that day. And it helps you to better navigate throughout that day. When I used to use the almanac, I, I used to feel like, man, what a cool heads up I have. And some people don't like that. Some people, they feel like, oh man, I, I don't want to, I don't want my Oracle card. Like I don't want my cards, right? I don't want anything. I just want to, just be out there in the world. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I have realized over the years is there have been times where I felt off, anxious, whatever the case may be. And I couldn't quite explain why, right? Like I didn't have a reason to feel that way. I wasn't feeling depressed or sad, anything like that. And it just be at random times. Like, why do I feel this way? Oh, because this XYZ cosmic thing is happening, meteor shower, you know, solar flare. Like, it's like, oh, that's why. Why do I not feel tired, but I didn't sleep, but I don't feel like I didn't lose any sleep? Oh, because that ABC thing happened in this solar system oh like we are impacted by these celestial planets and other things that happen like solar flares and meteor showers it's a crazy thought but it is true okay among other things that happen so to understand this helps us realize that we're not crazy so now one of the reasons why I haven't purchased an almanac is because now a lot of things are digital. <laughs> so people digitally post, you know, almanac information. But I do love in missing some ways holding the book in my hand and flipping through it and getting that, you know, energy reading of the day and all that other stuff. It's just really like a throwback to my grandmother used to do that. So that's one way of looking at it is, is to understand the, the rising and setting times of the sun and the moon. So if you know the time that the sun rises, you can get that, the vitamin D, you can also see the colors of the chakras and you can get that energy you're supposed to get of replenishment, revitalization, all the solar energy properties, you know, because people say, oh, don't stare directly in the sun. Yeah, that's right. You're not supposed to when it's high noon. <laughs> But as the sun is slowly rising and slowly setting, that's when you can gaze upon it. 
that's when you can get the benefit of that solar energy, which is also masculine energy. Masculine energy helps us with that go-getter. You know, it helps with that, the, the positive aggression. Okay, like be aggressive with your goals. It helps us to give in a healthy way because masculine energy is give energy. Female energy is receptive energy. So when we're connecting with the sun, that's the time to do it. And when you, when you soften your eyes, you can see the colors of the chakras, the upper chakras as the sun is rising and the lower chakras as the sun is setting. So you're also nourishing your chakras. Now, when the sun is setting, you know, the moon's, well, you can see the moon and sun is up too. But if you're someone who likes to gaze at the moon at nighttime, you know, when the sun's setting, so you know when to be home, <laughs> right? You under, then you know the phase of the moon, the position of the planets, the highs and lows of the tides. So if, if you are a, a witch who's connected with water and you want to go during the high tide and, you know, sit on a rock and meditate now you know when to do that and this is how the almanac helps you okay so you can take that information and you can write it in your book of shadows dated on this date i gazed upon the sun rising this this is my thoughts my feelings i visualized this okay and then maybe a month later you go back to the entry, my visualization came into fruition, right? So invest in an almanac or at least, you know, the, the digital one, follow someone who posts that information and you can use that to help you connect with the energy of the sun, connect with the tides, connect with the earth. And once you have that, and I'm going to say heads up, it's not even a heads up, it just, it's just about being aware. Just being aware, if, especially if, you know, maybe you got a meeting you don't want to go to, you got to deal with something in your relationship you don't really feel like dealing with, wake up just before the sun rises and get that boost of energy you need and go on about your day. All right. So that's the book of shadows and the almanac. Uh, you know, again, take your time with this. There's no need to rush. This is private with you, you know, and our next uh, episode is coffee and tea. So I will talk to you in the next episode. You know, I am sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you as always. Be kind to yourself until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.